0: Welcome to another episode of Sales is Not a Dirty Word. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. If you're a first-time listener, hopefully you'll become a long-time listener. As always, I'm your show host, Alicia Barr, your revolutionary sales coach and creator of this inspiring podcast. You can check me out at aliciabar.com. Our podcast is all about impactful live sales coaching sessions with people just like you and valuable interviews with seven-figure earners to find out their mistakes at the top so we can avoid them. Make sure you're on our distribution list to never miss out. In this episode, we're going to talk about growing an online business to seven figures. My guest today is Extus Justin, the CEO and founder of Elevate LLC. He helps coaches and consultants shift from one-on-one coaching to group coaching and get more revenue and time in the process. Welcome to the big show. Sales is not a dirty word.
1: Man, goodness. Thank you, Alicia. That was an awesome introduction. I really appreciate it.
0: Okay, so one of the best things about Extus is his story to entrepreneurship because it has been a very bumpy ride and he has been very successful at it. But it did not start out that way. Um, he started in the Marines and then he, he left with a fat savings account to start a bunch of businesses and be an entrepreneur and a mogul and an empire owner and all of that. But as a lot of people who've gotten into entrepreneurship, Especially online, have seen, you know, you get burned a lot. (laughs) And quickly, he ran through his savings and then credit. And then the last thousand dollars he had, he spent on something that made it all click and he started a successful agency. Isn't that right? It was a digital agency.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so that's, oh, go ahead.
0: And you were hitting the streets. Like that's how you got clients was on the streets.
1: Yeah, yeah. Door to door. Yeah, yeah. So actually, what I and the, the types of business I kind of I targeted at first so it was like just the auto repair shops because my brother he actually ran a um, auto repair shop as well too. So I kind of knew a little bit about that industry. So I started talking in those barbershops. shops, and that's really how I kind of got my start um, turning things around. Yeah.
0: So you had how many auto repair clients? You were doing like paid ads for them,
1: right? It was more like lumpy mail, like more like the flies and stuff like that as far as um. Q- Bond, so but a lot of stuff is like kind of like mail uh, type stuff.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And then how did you transition from like, why did you ever leave helping auto repair jobs?
1: Mm-hmm. That just wasn't, I was more based on, because my whole philosophy is um, I come from all the, I would much rather coach mean that um, I didn't really want to do the, the done for you type of service, right? So I'd much rather, I saw how with, with the agency model as far as managing a team and all these different things, I just didn't feel like that was my path. So I more wanted to focus on the actual coaching side of stuff as well too. And I know more specifically, because with my story, when I was back in California, I had a lot of friends who kind of, they saw my journey, right, so they, they were there with me, like seeing, because with my, I guess the whole thing is like, with my story, most of, um, most of my stuff was kind of private. What I mean by private is that only a few people knew of my struggles, right? So most of my other friends, they didn't really know, but there was a certain few friends I kind of started off with when they kind of saw how much I was struggling, and they kind of saw what I was doing to kind of train, uh, turn my my um, my my, business, my situation around. And what they started doing was saying, okay, what are you doing? Like based on you sort of like struggling, trying to make this business work and it's not working. What did you kind of transition into that's kind of helping you get better results? And for me, it went into the um, the kind of done for you service where I was actually doing the marketing for these um, other guys as far as the offline businesses. And that's kind of when I started sharing, okay, here's Sophia, what I'm doing as far as I'm using the lumpy mail, these different things to actually get clients but I just had to um, get them some results. And that's when I actually had people start reaching out. A few of my friends who were kind of struggling the way I was struggling, Mm -hmm. but they kind of saw how I was making money with the actual done for you. That's when a few of them said, hey, what are you doing? Like, how are you doing this? And that's kind of when I kind of started sharing a few of what I was doing with them. Mm -hmm. And it got to a point where- um,
0: You were like, I should charge for this.
1: What's that? Yeah, it got to a point where I was kind of, because I was doing most of the, the, just a done for you type of service. And as you know, done for you, it's more um, trading time for money, right? Oh, yeah. So when I, when I, once I started doing that, once um, they started reaching out to me, it's like, man, I still got to do this done for you thing, but yet they kind of wanted my time. Like, how are you doing this? What are you doing? And stuff like that. And that's kind of when I started saying, okay, let me just put together. And it's a similar thing to what I do today. Just like when I um, hire any, any of my team members, especially the online uh, team members, one of the things I do is I just record videos for them, right? So if I need them to do a task for me or something, I just say, hey, here, let me record my screen. Let me just show the person exactly Um, how that thing is supposed to be, and just say, hey, check this out, just watch it. And that's kind of when I had my first taste of saying, okay, well, instead of me spending my time with those specific guys, I just coached them on one-on-one on the uh, phone. That's when I said, okay, how about I just put together some type of um, just video modules and stuff, just I could just say, hey, here's the thing. So they could kind of do it on their own time. It really wasn't costing me that much time in a sense. And that's kind of when I saw how I could teach through kind of like a video type of setting. And that's when I said, okay, I wonder if I could actually do this like full time, which is coach others as well too, and that's got, what kind of got me on that path in a sense.
0: And how long ago? How long did you do the done for you agency and then start the coaching?
1: Mm-hmm. So I think I did the done for you agency. Let me see, about two thousand fifteen. I probably did that for like maybe a year and a half, maybe two years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and that's when I got into the coaching.
0: Okay, so it's been five years of coaching. Mm-hmm. And how did you start? getting clients obviously you had these people that you already knew but then you know most people tap out their friends and family and they don't know what to do after that
1: mm-hmm. in terms of um and linkedin was actually the i guess um <laughs> i when i when i when i first got myself to the actual online type of stuff linkedin was my first main platform and that's when i realized that um we get clients online the big back in, i think back yeah back when linkedin was like because right now LinkedIn has like so many restrictions right now as far as they change the platform so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I first got started on LinkedIn, it was just me just adding a whole bunch of random people really. But then I kind of, um, I, I kind of, there was some type of group owners, right? Cause that's the biggest thing when you get on social media, typically groups are where people hang out and I kind of saw a couple of group owners and they were like, they, they had so much control. And actually, one of them, and he's kind of like a good friend now, but one of them, I kind of built a relationship with him because he was a group owner. I kind of built a relationship with him. And he kind of kind of gave me, a kind of like, I guess, a little shortcut or something because he kind of gave me access to be able to market um, to his audience as well, too. So he helped me generate um, leads and clients that way as well, too. But initially, my first start was actually just, um, yeah, just on LinkedIn, like literally just direct messaging people.
0: Wow. That's, that's that hustle.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, but I didn't just, then the the biggest, I think uh, the biggest thing I did though, I wasn't just direct messaging people, but I was actually building a community as well, too, because I knew that um, at the end of the day, it's one thing, most people, um, when you first reach out to them and stuff like that, they probably won't say yes and they probably won't buy yourself on the first sale. It's much better to figure out, okay, how do I build a community to where people enjoy hanging out so that way they get to know, like, and trust you? And um, once it's time to make a decision as far as who do I work with or whatever, you're just a natural choice and that's kind of how i got my linkedin group i think that's about maybe thirty thousand people right now that's how that kind of um came about
0: yeah it's big so what has been the most important thing to your success to this point would you say
1: Uh, the most important thing i would say there's a lot of it but i would say a biggest one is um just mindset just mindset really because i find that um as i go through um, even today, well, I, I probably won't get into it, but as I go through this, like with, with thinking at least, at least my thinking, I always get to a certain level and then I get stuck and I get a certain level and I get stuck. Just like right now in my business, a lot of people see me and they're like, man, you're so successful You're using all these different things, but I know right now I'm stuck. I, there's a different mindset shift I need to make. And so for me, it's just realizing that, um, each mindset gets you a certain place, but then it just gets you stuck. And if you're not aware that there's a a way to get up to the next level, you'll keep playing that smaller game and thinking you'll, you'll be facing a whole bunch of challenges and not understand what they are and thinking that you're going to solve these challenges, which is, but for me, at least I realized that in my life, I've never solved problems. All I've done is I've quit playing that game and taken on a different challenge, which comes with its own set of problems, but the problems were never solved. It was just that I just elevated to a, Different level in a sense. I'm not sure if that makes any sense, but that's that's No, very, I've
0: definitely yeah. heard that. Like the problems never go away. There's just new yeah. ones. More money, more problems, you know? It's like a, a lot of songs. Yeah. Um so, but you like there are different sets of problems and new challenges. And I know that Extus is the kind of guy who loves a new challenge, like relishes it. And you have invested in mindset coaches uh yeah. throughout the time. And would you say that that's the difference? Like what gets you past that stuck point?
1: Um, yeah, there's that, there's that, just like, because um, I realized there's certain, I, well, one thing is um, people, right? So just like um, I started my own uh, show about uh, two weeks ago, and I probably interviewed like maybe 70, about 75 people in a two-week period, right? But as I, one of the queries I wanted to do, that is because I, I love, sorry, myself. I love finding the best of the best people, and just saying, okay, how do I build my network, right? So for me, um, one of the individuals I was kind of looking for was people who think differently than me or people who are the next level of thinking. And other 70-some people I interviewed, I found one person, which is their mindset was like out of everyone who talked about mindset and all these different things, their mindset game was like off the chain. So when I saw them off the charts, really, when I saw them, I was like, I got to get this person on my team somehow because just what they shared with me, I just knew that was it. So I would say, yeah, that's it. Um, there's really, I guess there's two sides to it, right? So the first side is actually having some type of mindset person who's already figured this mindset thing out to the game. Because I realized with every, just like with basketball, if you think of basketball, there's regular players who t- play basketball. And then there's the there's greats, the Kobe Bryans, the LeBron James, the Michael Jordans, and those guys who stand up. So when it comes to mindset, I try to find the best of the best to get surrounded with. So that's one. So I could kind of learn and just get that down really quick. But the second is, I kind of take full responsibility for myself, which is, I know the mindset stuff, it's something I have to do, like they can't do the work for me, but it's something I have to do. So in essence, hiring them, but at the same time, knowing that, okay, they'll give me what to do, but it's on me to actually do the work to figure out um, what I need to figure out. Hopefully that makes sense.
0: It does. So is that kind of what happened in the beginning when you were trying all of those things and none of them were working? Do you think some of it was like, your mindset, or it being, what do you think, why do you think those things that you tried in the beginning didn't work? Yeah, uh,
1: well, I would say it's like, because for, for me, it, it was a lot of mindset, mindset, and I was actually, um, where did I tell that story? I think um, another friend of mine, um, Nina, she was interviewing me about two days ago, and she asked me the same question, like, what made the difference, and I know that when I think back on it, because um, the way I got into this industry, right, um, was, I realized there's two ways. Some people come into this industry where they start the business and they start taking action. And then they realize things are a little bit tough. It's not working the way I expected or envisioned. And then they start looking for the, the what, what am I missing? And they got, might get into the, the mindset and they started realizing that and they're like, oh, that's what it is. And they start going down that path so they could apply the technical to the mindset. And then all of a sudden results are happening. But with me, when it, the way it happened was um, r- before I even knew I was gonna start a business, before any of that type of stuff, I was already so like deep into like personal development, personal growth, listening to Brian Tracy, Tony Robbins, Zig Ziglar, um, Wayne Dyers. I had gotten all of this mindset downloaded into my, my brain. Like even before I knew I was going to be an entrepreneur, like before I knew what I was going to do, I I was just listening to this stuff for fun. Um, And when I started my business, it came to a point where I felt like I just knew everything in terms of mindset-wise, because for me, I came from a place of, well, I've already listened to all of these guys' audios, all the tapes I know, how to kind of repeat most of the stuff they say verbatim. Um, but then when I got into business, I kind of, I took on that frame. So for me, I, when I came into it, I was just like, I just need the techniques, because this mindset thing, you, you, I've already done that. And I, so I went directly into the techniques, trying to make, trying to, trying to do the things, thinking that I have the mindset. But when I started really failing and things really were, wasn't working the way I, I realized, and that's when I realized, like, this whole mindset game, I've, I've done it, but I haven't really practiced it. I've got the download, which is I could repeat what I've learned and what people say. Well, it's a sale of the sale, and you got to show up, and um, all of these types of things. But when it came to actual practice, I wasn't practicing it because at the end of the day, I wasn't focused on it. I was just focused on work. And that's why today my philosophy is like, that's why if everything I do now is based on, hey, there's end result and there's work. And the entire time, my first couple of years in business, the entire time I was just focused on work and just doing versus with the mindset, my thinking of mindset right now is like, hey, your mindset should be so strong, like whatever vision you have or wherever you want to be, you have to be that now. You have to get to the place where your mindset is so developed to where you have, you've got to be that now. You cannot say, I'm going to work till I get there. Uh, if you do that, you're, you've lost the game because now you're into working versus if you had the mindset of what do I want to do? Who I need, what, what is my reason? What is it? And figuring out a way to get your mindset aligned to like, that's just how it is. There's no, it's not there. And all that's left is that the world just has to catch up to, ma- the, the external world at least has to catch up to, um, to make that happen. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. That's why I kind of, um, with a mindset coach, I kind of found, I was like, man, that's the only person I've seen that not just could articulate that, but they've lived it. It wasn't one of those, I'm going to teach you this thing because I've read it or I've kind of done it, but I could tell this person I spent a lifetime figuring that because very few people could live, at, at least from my perspective, that i found could live in that type of reality. So for me, that's, I guess that's, hopefully that answers your question.
0: I mean, are you talking about like law of attraction kind of stuff? Or are you talking about how people will work and feel like they're doing something, but they're actually not? And it's a common lie that we tell ourselves, Mm -hmm. like we're so busy, but nothing's Mm -hmm. coming of it.
1: Well, um, I guess it might be, it's kind of like a little bit of both, because I believe that um, the best way I like to think about life is that we're all asleep, right? Meaning that... um, most people, they feel like they want to change. They feel they want to build a business. They think all of these different things, and they have visions. And, but there's the real us, which is, hey, who are you secretly? When the doors close, when everything is, when there's no one there, when you're by yourself, who is that person? And we start realizing that, oh, with us, we don't like change. We don't like to do anything that's hard. We don't like to do different things. We don't like things we don't understand. There's all these things that come up to let us know that our whole existence is we're trying to keep who we are alive. We're, we're trying to be consistent with the person we've always been mm-hmm. versus, and, and, and for me, the way I like to say that is that if you wanna look at what success is for you, just look over the past year of how your stuff is and just know that that's most likely what's gonna become. You're gonna get, the next year is probably gonna be the same. It's always gonna be about the same versus okay. there's, I realize there's different people who they could be in a certain situation um, today, but then the situation could be a whole like night and day in a month, in a year. And you probably wouldn't even recognize that person. So I would say it's a combination of both, which is the mindset, which is the law of attraction, which is you got to come from a frame of the end result. So whatever the end result is, that. and then the second, which is the, the doing, like you cannot do. I'm not sure if that makes any sense. I guess the best way I could describe it is because I had a call with this. Um, my the, the that person i was telling you about um and the way that conversation happened was i didn't plan it like we had a 10-minute um call yesterday but it just happened i don't know how why it happened it just happened but i just knew that that was exactly what needed to happen because my whole thinking it's like kind of like we're on this, and again, it's like, I know that sound. Think, even me here talking about it right now, it sounds like really woo in a sense, right? It yeah. was like we share that type of thinking that we, because they know the end result. I know my end result. And we are just like getting towards the end result. And whatever happens, the details, whatever, it'll just work itself out. But we're more on that plane, end result plane. Um, so that's the best, again, it might not make any sense, but that, that's the best way I found to explain it, really.
0: What is the end result that you are looking at
1: right now? Well, in my business, um, so right now where we are, we're generating about maybe an average of about $450,000 per month from the business. Um, but a big part of it is financial. So in essence, I, I won't say the number or whatever, but there's another number I need to get to I want to get to. And it's in terms of that, that, that number financially. But going back to, because that's just the financial side of things. As you know, for money, the only way you get money is you got to provide value. you got to serve in some way. Mm -hmm. So I know my vision um, in terms of just my company and what we're doing is I want to impact coaches, consultants, and service providers in terms of on the financial realm. I want to change the financial destinies of as many coaches and consultants as possible because I know if I could do that, those individuals are going to change so many lives through whether it's like my client Sean, right? Um, I think you've met Sean where he's about uh, almost at 30k per month in his business right now we had our call today but he's there and i'm seeing how when he first started off like he had this idea of how he could help people but, but when he first started off, he have, yeah. were working with him yeah,
0: he, gets, yeah. he cures anxiety
1: yeah exactly but he got to the um like he's helping one person and now i kind of see how his business has grown to where his client like he's helping so many individuals overcome anxiety and i'm like holy crap i helped this one guy and all of a sudden he's doing that And that's kind of what I realized about most coaches and consultants. They're really, really good at what they do. They want to change the world, but they just suck at marketing. They just suck at figuring how do I get paid for this so I could just be able to justify doing it full time and not be stressed. So my vision is just to change the the financial destinies for as many of these coaches and consultants as possible, just giving them the best techniques, mindset, trainings to be able to affect as many lives as possible because I'm the plane I'm coming from right now is more based on like, it, it's, it seems like a small thing, but it's more based on a global type of change. Because when I think about the direction we're all headed, and I, when I think about who has, has the most influence in, in, in life, um, in today's like society, it's a coach, it's a consultant, it's someone who has a message and they, they just have a vision of how they see how others could be better. And those are the individuals who when they work with their clients, they're trying to figure out how to make their clients better. So I, I, I figured if I could just help them get in front of those right people, get the marketing, get the get the finance and everything handled, they could just be free to do whatever they do. So that's my vision. Now, the person I connected with, the place where we connect is, I realized they have a similar vision. Now, their vision is for people like me, which is, because for me, I realized like, kind of like the domino effect, right? So just the same thing with you, Alicia, with you, an individual you work with um, the closing and um, the sales and the processes, so you're affecting you have clients and you're affecting them at a certain level, and they're going on and they're affecting the clients and they're doing these different things. Now, for her, her um, that that person, their thinking is so high, and that's why I said I've never met anyone like that, but I just knew that that's the person I need because their vision is for someone like like myself, or yeah, for someone like myself who's operating at such a high level that that's how they, because their vision is more based on they want to do the same thing, but they want to do that at scale. Right. So something I'm doing, they're just at a, a little bit, well, way, way above where I'm at right now. So that's why I realized we got to connect and figure out, okay, how do we bridge this gap to make that happen even faster?
0: Yeah, I remember when we were talking before and you mentioned like uh, at one point that building out your network, you found was the more important thing for business than all of the like physical things, like the content that you were putting out and all of that kind of stuff, like the people you were connecting with at some point you realized that drove more business. Is that, am I remembering that right? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Which is pretty profound and a big realization because for years before that you had not focused on connecting with people really at all. Right, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah, I was just a technical type of just build the funnels, run the ads, um, no relation, just 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 messaging, just doing all that stuff. Really, um, that was my first focus, yeah. And um, but then I shift to really, and that's when relationships, um, because at the end of the day, when you really think about it, imagine that you're the last person on earth, right? Like, you just wouldn't feel you wouldn't want to do nothing. It's just like, I just don't want to do nothing, but once people get involved, all of a sudden, people kind of self organize. And you find um, because I, I realize the biggest thing for me is is what people connecting with people and just continues to be relationships. You start realizing pretty quickly how different different people are. You start realizing like okay who's the guys who are performers and you start realizing people just hang out in, in groups, right? They're all just self organized in a sense. And the best way I could describe this is just like um, as I say I talked to about um, about seventy or eighty people in a two week period. But then I saw out of all of my talks, I kind of looked at where they were at and I realized uh, those there's about maybe two, maybe three people who I realized, man, if these three, if they got together, they're going to do some amazing stuff. Um, and that's when I started realizing that um, relationship is the most important thing because once you surround yourself by, and I guess the best, I, the, I, to explain to why I was at my business when I figured that out was... Um, we are like maxed out on spending money on ads. We're um, doing as much as we could um, in terms of funnels, um, getting clients and all these different things. And I really felt stuck. I, I just couldn't feel like there was another way to break through. It's like we've maxed out like what the hell is next? And I can't really force growth. And I'm trying to figure out how do I make, uh, what, what can I do? And that's when I connected with one person. And that one person, we kind of created like a little joint venture thing. And I saw how they were able to, um, not us just do a one promotion together, but they were in- able to introduce me to three more other people. And then I got with these three as we did the promotion again. It, it was just like this domino kind of effect, um, effect.
0: Yeah. So mindset and relationships mm-hmm. are the two things that have really allowed you to scale bigger and bigger. And yeah. what is the main mistake that you feel like you made or wasted a lot of time on that you wish you hadn't and you could be at a different point maybe if you hadn't done this thing?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the biggest thing for me is, is mindset is finding those, because I've been talking to a few of my clients as well, too, um, in my group coaching program. And when it comes to mindset, it's one of those places where if anyone would to ask me, I'd always lead back to mindset. I know because the techniques, they come like a dime a dozen. They're, they're all over the place. But with mindset, it's one of those places where the more you think you know, the more you, or the more you know, the more you realize you don't know, right? Just like the, the best example I could give of this is that, um, because at the end of the day, wherever you go, you take yourself with you. Um, so meaning that um, with mindset, it's one of those places where when people find a, a mindset tool that they could use, just like maybe say journaling or doing something to help improve the mindset affirmation, whatever that is, they treat that tool like a hammer. I mean that they find one and they're like, this hammer, it's like a hammer for them because it, they could fix it. And the issue, I, the thing I realized is that um, if you only have one tool, which is that one hammer, whenever you get in a problem, you try, tend to use that hammer for every single thing. If you have a, a nail, you're like, oh, I got this hammer, boom, 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 boom. Then when you run into a different situation and you're like, oh, I'm stuck here. And you're like, oh, but I got this hammer. My computer's broken. I got this hammer. Boom. boom, boom. But every problem you face, you're going to think that The hammer is the solution because that's all you know. That's all you got. And a lot of people I see who do get into this type of realm, they don't realize there's levels to this mindset thing. Um, So for me, it goes into my biggest mistake was not learning this type of stuff faster, right? Like not learning the mindset type of levels faster. So it kept me stuck because I realized this: all of the struggle I did, there was no reason for it. There was absolutely zero. There's nothing.
0: Well, and people often think that, like, if they're struggling, it's because they're working really hard and they're going to be mm. successful.
1: No, no. Nope. I mean, hard work is a good part of it. Like, you have to be driven. But at the same time, the thinking is what – just like, right? So – because I know if we want to change, right? So there's different – like, to, to get different results, you have to – you can't just do because if you – you can't just come from a frame of, I want to do. Because if you're in that place, all that's going to happen if I say, hey, go do – you'll just do more what you've always done, right? You'll just naturally go into, that's what I've always done, that's what human beings do. If You say, we're trying to figure out what's going to happen or what to do. We go do something what we've always done. If we don't know, we go work with somebody else or tell them, hey, what do we do? Then the stuff they tell us to do is like, it doesn't resonate with us. So we say, oh, oh, oh," and then we go back to doing what we've always done. And then we keep repeating that same cycle. Um, So that's why I realize with human beings. Um, And that's why I always like to say, with the mindset it's more based on because when I first started the mindset stuff I realized I used to the, well I guess the, the thing is you have to change, right? We all have to change if we want to get if we want to get the well results. you want
0: to grow if you want something yeah, to yeah. be different.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, And I start off with the mindset as far as I start off with the, the the behaviors, which is how do I just change my behavior? Cause I'm doing this thing, I need to be doing that thing. I'm waking up this time, I need to wake up this um much time or whatever. And I changed that way. But I realized my life wasn't fixed. I was still the same person. I still nothing happened then I said okay what's what's I, I'm not like what's happening and then I went to, into the um the the um beliefs and I started changing beliefs I realized oh beliefs I could change it, whatever but I still got stuck then I went to values I changed my values uh-huh, but I still got stuck I went to meta programs I changed that but I still got but there's all these different levels and you got to understand them to figure out whatever result you want you got to be able to figure out what mindset thing in there that's preventing you from being able to get it because for me I, the way I realize at least from my perspective it's not for everyone but for me I, I think the way I think about um, results is based on hey you got to number one know exactly where you want to be if I say hey where do you want to be within the next like maybe month year whatever you got to be able to articulate exactly what that is and then once you have that then the second thing is okay why aren't you there yet and going into that process and, and finding the thing that makes you believe that you're not there yet and figuring out how do you, kind of like kind an of erase and erase that thing or remove that thing so you're there. So life just has to catch up to you now. And there's an, uh, that's a, like a, a special type of thinking, but I know it's not for everyone, but at least that, that's just what- that we're
0: makes a about. lot of sense, actually. I think that's really powerful
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: to figure out why, where you wanna be and then why you're not there because that's an excuse you're, you're telling yourself. Whatever it is, it's an excuse.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and I, I know for myself that's a lot of, and that's why I really wanted to get that person because I realized that, um, that's a lot of, that's when, when you're in that realm, that's when you're now just about work because if, you're, if you wanna be there but you're not there and you're working together, then that means that, no, no, no you just work. you love work, you love the grind and for me, the grind is fine, you gotta put in the effort but I would much rather make sure that the work you do, it's already aligned, like you're already there. You're just doing this thing. That's just your subconscious doing whatever it needs to do to get you the realities to match up in a sense.
0: All right. So I think that's a good stopping point for us. This exus Justin, who's gotten to seven figures and will get even further just with the power of his mind, you guys. The mind (laughs) is very powerful. So
1: yeah, there is work involved, right? It's not just.
0: But you can't. The work won't pay off without the mind. Yeah. Yeah. So we've reached the end of yet another episode of Sales Is Not a Dirty Word. This was the podcast about how to reach seven figures as an online entrepreneur, and we've been talking with exus Justin. The CEO and founder of Elevates LLC. He helps coaches and consultants shift from one-on-one coaching to group coaching and get more revenue and time in the process. Thanks again to EXTIS for making an appearance as our guest today. And EXTIS, can you tell everyone how they can find out more about you and how can, they can work with you?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm pretty difficult to, to work with, okay? So, because for me, it's like <laughs> I only work with rock stars, right? But um, if someone really wanted to um, find out more, I do have a private Facebook group called High Ticket Client Attraction. Insider's a circle. Um, so that's a Facebook group. Um, there's about 6,000 uh, members in there. Um, and I kind of, t- I like sharing some of this stuff with them. So um, you could either join that group or um, one of the things I do is, because um, a lot of people, do, they typically ask like, what are you doing? Like, what type of business model do you have? How are you at the place where you like generate like $450,000 per month on average? Like, what do you do? And a big part about what I do is group coaching, but um, I've gotten that question so much that what I actually do is I host um, a live webinar um, where I just show you, it's like six steps or whatever. Um, where I just show you exactly what I'm doing to, to get to there. So if you want to check that out, you could just go to my Facebook profile, um, just scroll on the um, page. Um, you could just click on the link, register. and I'll just share that stuff with you. Again, there's nothing for sale on the webinar. It's just me showing you what, uh, what we're doing to get those results.
0: Cool. Well, finally, thanks to all of you out there for listening. This has been the Sales is Not a Dirty Word podcast. We show you how to put the humanity back into your sales and make a killing doing it.